cosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and we're deep in the Hawkeye juice, prune juice, because this this man is getting old. He's getting, <laughs> he's damn to this show, show how old and vulnerable he is. I loved it. Oh, no. And I'm Leah, and I'm probably swimming in Hawkeye's tears, too. Hell yeah, everybody, everybody's on the Hawkeye juice. You're on some juice tonight. I'm on, I'm on some juice. Let me tell y'all, we don't <laughs> usually record this late at night. So y'all are getting <laughs> second wind, Lacey. And by second wind, Lacey, I mean 821 in the evening, Lacey. That's right. I'm usually asleep by now, y'all. You don't reply to messages after 7 p.m. <laughs> I legit don't. I usually am on the couch just like nothing else matters anymore. The couch is my <laughs> comfort and I am done for the day. I no longer exist past seven o'clock, but here I am for you, my my lovely listeners, because I love <laughs> you so much and we already are a week behind and I feel horrible <laughs> guilt about that. Why were we behind? I don't remember what happened that caused us to run behind, but we're I'm sure it was something <laughs> behind because we got to the night we were going to record and I got home, ate dinner, sat on the couch and I was like doing my thing. I was chilling and I was like, wait a second. And I messaged and I was like, were we recording tonight? And you were like, I don't know. Were we? And I was like, I don't know. And I oh, think we were supposed yeah. to record that night. I think so. Um, I think I looked at the schedule earlier and it was saying a thing, but I don't honestly remember. I think both of us mutually went, we can wait. That's not. Yeah. It happens. Wait. It happens. <laughs> we don't get paid to do this. We don't get we don't get paid to entertain you. So you get what you get. Sometimes it'll be late and that's, you know, <laughs> here we are. I'm stretching. That's life. I'm stretching my back. Hope y'all don't mind. Let's all do some yoga together. I like that idea. <laughs> Open up yeah, your hip just, muscles. Just in and out. All right. I did that yesterday. That's I, I probably should do yoga, to be honest. Maybe it'll help with all my problems. Anyway, you know what problem I have, Leah? Mm -hmm. That may maybe that yoga will never fix? How much I enjoyed the Hawkeye show. I think it's a problem. Yoga can't fix that. Yoga can't fix that. But, uh, but it can I did your experience. Your That's viewing true. experience. That's right. The more flexible I am, the better a Hawkeye will be to watch. Logic the more flexible you are, the more you can dodge uh, Maya's attacks. Ooh, true, 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 true. <laughs> so speaking of Hawkeye, we'll stop ranting. But, uh. Why don't you uh, give us a little rundown about the show, Leah? You know, like who directed, developed, all those fun things. You're my, you're my, you're my fact lady. Hell yeah, it's Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye 2021. I think that's when that show came out. I honestly don't know what year it is anymore. Uh, who does? <laughs> it's loosely based off of Matt Fraction's My Life as a Living Weapon, which is written by Matt Fraction with art from David Aha who Marvel Studios did not pay for using his inspiration in the TV show. That's oh, whole, we love that. That's we a battle that. going down on Twitter if you're on Twitter. Uh, oh, Matt God, Fraction that's... did get writing credits, though, in a couple of the episodes. So, a couple. I think he may have been mentioned at the end of all of them, though. I honestly don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but it was developed for TV by Jonathan Eigel, 
with Bert and Bertie and Rice Thomas. Is that how you say that? Who knows? Who cares? Sure. Uh, somebody cares. Probably that guy. <laughs> but it is a pretty good show. So they did pretty good. Uh, I liked how they filmed it. Done very well. Yay, team. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, yeah, you got to love how Disney is like, hey, we know that like we own the rights now and like we're going to take all this inspiration from you as an artist, but we're not going to pay you. Right. They're like, your comic run was so iconic and has practically been imitated by several other runs uh, for the last like seven years. Uh, but we're not going to mention you or pay you any type of royalty for it. So sit Ain't back that and enjoy just the, life the show. That artists get these days. Basically, no joke. Not surprising. Um, does suck a little bit that like Marvel seems to take care of like Marvel Studios takes care of its like actors and stuff really well, but then doesn't switch over into like the Marvel comic side of it all. Which I mean, I I guess like they were freelance when they did the the Hawkeye series, so they signed on just to write and get paid for that like little chunk of time. But I we don't, can all I, agree that they made a lot of money off that TV show, okay? Right, and we can all agree that while the mouse is pushing out some stuff that is great to watch, the mouse is still gonna do evil things. <laughs> Are we fight that happy? mouse one day? Yeah, are we happy the mouse is treating people how they treat people? No. Are we surprised the mouse is treating people the way they're treating people? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Maybe we will go to Disney, fight the mouse. I think we should. I think when you come down to Florida, we should go to Disney. And as soon as we see Mickey Mouse, we should just beat clock him. Yeah. (laughs) We should just we should just start going hard <laughs> be like yo bro yo bro D- dude disney's gonna put us off of spotify they're gonna push us off for oh my god they're gonna sue us <laughs> i was just pretending to be the tracksuit mafia i'm sorry disney <laughs> bro what's up bro what's up bro <laughs> all right bro okay bro. <laughs> so uh speaking of the tracksuit mafia and characters in general um what were some of your favorite characters that we got from the series Oh my god! Aside from the bros, uh, bro. which I would, I think I would die for the bros. Honestly, I um, love the bros. Jack Duquesne ended up being like literally one of my absolute favorite characters in the show. God, which is so <laughs> wild because man, did I just the whole time not like him? Really? Whole time, I yep. flipping. I loved him. I was so because. Jack Duquesne uh, in the comics is Jacques Duquesne, and he's a swordsman. He trained Clint at the circus. He was not a very good guy uh, who later does try to be good for a while, but it kind of doesn't work in his favor. So I was kind of thinking they're going to do that in the show where like not necessarily like, oh, he trained Clint on how to like use a bow and arrow and whatever. Uh, I just thought that they were going to do the whole like, I am the swordsman. Ha ha ha. And he like twirls his little french mustache or something but at the end of the day he was just a big dumb idiot uh that really wanted to just have a family and i loved it <laughs> i the i think it was just like his suave attitude made me love hating him oh at first i was like this dude's very suspect but then like the more he was like i just like sh- swords and sharp things i was like i appreciate this <laughs> i i am 
also a connoisseur. <laughs> I dabble no. as well. <laughs> I disagree with you. I did not like him. Jeez, like well, who did you like? Who did you like? Wow. Aside, uh, aside from our, our babies, uh, Hawkeye and Hawkeye. Yeah, I won't talk about our babies. Um, I think, honestly, the tracksuit mafia was just my favorite because, like, all the <laughs> scenes with them were just so fun and so great. And just, like, their, their threat level, but also their incompetence mixed into one is something that, like... I don't think you can pull off very well and have it come across good. And I think that they did that very well. Yeah, they were definitely like a formidable enemy for like a street level type deal of like Hawkeye. Like, but they were so chaotic. Right. And had no, like like they had an organization, but they were unorganized. Right. Like you got to remember, like at the end of the day with the Hawkeye show is like, Hawkeye and Hawkeye are human. Like, they don't have some super suit. They don't have some super serum. They don't, like, they're they're humans. So, tracksuit mafia coming out with, like, a bunch of dudes in tracksuits with guns, that's a, that's a pretty threatening presence, like, to two humans who could take, like, maybe a bullet to the wrong spot and die. So they were still very dangerous, <laughs> but like they were just so, like you said, unorganized and it was so funny and I loved it. It was just amazing to watch like Clint's wife sit there and be like, oh, you're dealing with those idiots again. Yeah, and- exactly. <laughs> uh, uh. Like, I, I don't know. I loved it. I loved that they used um, Matt Fraction's run as like the little thread for this with like, what does Clint Barton do when he's not being an Avenger? is the whole premise behind that comic. And it's just him dealing with the tracksuit mafia for like 12 issues. And we really got that in this. Yeah, absolutely. Just a whole lot of bro. Ooh, let's talk about uh, my top 10 biggest anime betrayal that hurt my heart so bad. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Kazi. Kazi! Kazi the clown! My god. When I found out that he was, spoiler alert, this whole episode, when I found out that he had been part of the reason that Maya's dad perished, I was just like, I suspected that from the beginning. Oh, I didn't like I did, but I didn't. I didn't want it to be true. I just wanted (laughs) I just wanted them to have like this really nice understanding relationship where they have sign language together and they trust each other. And it wasn't like romantic. It was just like finally like just this good platonic friendship. So do you think they were platonic? Because they kind of like the ending where she allegedly kills Kazi seemed a little bit more like there was like a thing there. I think they were platonic, honestly. Platonic. 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 Whatever. (laughs) Which if they were cool, because like it did seem like that for the like first half of the of the um the show. It was just like Kazi was almost likable. He was. I I liked him. Like he seemed like he was just mixed up in something bad. Yeah. Uh, Because you never really see what he does but i did suspect that like he had something to do with her father's death because he kept like trying to direct the tracksuits and 
everyone was listening to him and not Maya and stuff. And it just, it really was a little obvious that he had something to do with it, with the way he was behaving. It wasn't obvious to me, or rather <laughs> I ignored the red flags. I, I do. I am curious how they're going to bring Kazi back though. Um, Cause I don't think that they would introduce him just to kill him off in this show. You know, because in in the comic run for My Life as a Weapon, he is the clown who eventually works his way up to becoming in charge of the tracksuit mafias. Uh, And he's just like the most annoying person in Clint's life, like the most annoying villain who I believe was responsible for him going deaf in that issue. Um, I don't really remember, though, but I loved him. I thought uh, he was really funny. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Clint's deafness, I love that they included that. And I love how, you know, we go from the movies where he doesn't have that and they introduce it in the show. And of course, like, I feel like the way they called it out, like when it was like, oh, you have an earpiece. Why? And like, because I feel like that was like them saying, hey, audience, we know you're going to ask this question. So we're going to ask it for you. And then we're going to show you the very obvious answer. And then showed all <laughs> these explosions happening around him in like Endgame. I love that. Oh, yeah, my I God. Love that. that was so good. But they didn't have him like they didn't have Clint like monologue it. They were just like, we're going to show you real quickly, like all the dumb things he's done in life. And that will explain to you why he's deaf now. We're going to show uh, you the realistic <laughs> human like repercussion of being around a ton of explosions it is you go deaf pretty much and like the way he went deaf in in the show versus the comics is very different uh but the end result is the same a clint that is very frustrated with it who has to learn sign language everyone around him is trying to be sympathetic and he's just annoyed with it uh and he's kind of like a little bit of a dick about it um, in everything, and I, I just really enjoy that. I mean, Clint is he, just a bit of a dick about <laughs> everything. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It's just, I, I loved it. I love that they finally included that in it because they got a lot of trash for that back in uh, 2012 when they did the Avengers movie. So they were like not including a lot of things that made Hawkeye Hawkeye. Um, I, don't know, I just really appreciated this show. I just really like it. Yeah, it was really good. Well, let's talk about it more. So uh, what did you think of them bringing in Echo? Uh, Echo is a character that I'm not super, super familiar with. So I had no prior opinion on her. Same. Like, I did enjoy her character. Same. Same. Yeah, I thought she was very, very cool. Um, I did a little bit of digging into her uh, when the show wrapped like everybody else in the world did. so I will definitely check out the Echo show when that comes out at some point, whenever that will be. And uh, I'm very interested in how they're going to utilize her in the future. What did you think? I mean, I felt pretty much the exact same way. I don't really have much to yeah. add to it, to be honest. Like, pretty much dead on. And then, um, do you want to talk about our babies? I love my little bird babies. Hawkeye and Hawkeye. My oh my squared. god! At the end, the very end of the series, when Kate is just like, "What about this name? What about this name? What about this name?" and the series ends, and it just says Hawkeye, and it's like, "Yes!" He goes, "What? Well, I think I have an idea," and it just says Hawkeye. I love that because you know, like, 
I don't know if they're going to, they haven't confirmed anything for a season two of this. So they probably won't do another season of Hawkeye. We'll most likely get the young Avengers. Right. Uh, which is chill too. Like whatever. Um, just hit Clint being finally so accepting of Kate. Like I, I love their dynamic in the comics. Clearly I've talked about it so much. Uh, but seeing it on screen too, like just the chemistry between the two of them and uh, the way he brings her home to his family at the end of it yes. to have Christmas. Oh I was God. like, they did it. I knew. I knew that was going to happen too. Like I, I kind of predicted that. I was like, she's going to end up like going like with him for Christmas. Like this is going to be a big thing. I did not expect her to turn her own mom in. I did. I um, I didn't actually. I thought I thought she was gonna struggle more with that. So I was glad she did because I think it like kind of showed her maturity. Um, but I definitely thought she would str- like she struggled with it. But I thought that the struggle would be more she doesn't do it. But she made that sacrifice. Like she yeah improved herself. Yeah, and uh, you know Kate is is one of those characters in the comics that's just very very fun to follow. Um, there's actually a new run for Kate Bishop out right now called Hawkeye Kate Bishop. Uh, I think it is on issue number three right now. I have not read it. I did just pick it up yesterday though. And it's another one of those just Kate is a detective and she likes to follow mysteries and track it down. And she definitely tries not to turn her family in for things because in the comic book world, Kate comes from a little bit of a criminal background with her dad so when they flipped it in the show and killed her dad right away i was like oh, okay it's gonna be eleanor like she's a bad guy i definitely i will say this like the entire time like was like yeah her mom's a bad guy oh yeah and it, like especially with how her mom would always be like the world is a scary place like you know the whole like the world's a scary place like you're not always going to be able to like take the hits. You're going to get yourself in trouble, like all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, that's because you're in trouble. You're in deep with something like the reason why yeah, you and- know to say this is because you're experiencing it. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, like it makes sense on why she's like, you're going to get involved in something you can't get your way out of. And uh, that makes sense that she gets tied up with the kingpin Uh due to some alleged shady deals in the past with her husband. So I am curious on if Kate's dad is actually dead dead or if he used the Battle of New York to kind of sneak away. To run. You know, if they're going to flip the entirety of her story around and just replace her mom and her dad in it, that would be interesting. Kind of weird, but yeah, in the comics, she does also try to turn her dad in and turn her mom in and stuff because they both periodically work with Madame Mask and the Kingpin and some of these other supervillains. So Kate very much follows that do good and do right sense like Clint does. Uh, So it was like sad, but wholesome to see her at the end of the, the season just call the police on her mom and then you're sitting there going where did kingpin go <laughs> yeah he just bounced <laughs> and did they arrest the like ten thousand tracksuit mafias that showed up you would you'd assume let's also- or did the were they like we only brought one squad car so <laughs> uh, some of them can walk away they're they're dumb <laughs> they're fine we can fit three 
We excuse them because they're dumb. <laughs> they're too incompetent to stand trial. Bro. <laughs> bro. Bro, why would you say that, bro? <laughs> K Bishop guy, bro. K Bishop guy, bro. <laughs> um oh my god <laughs> so speaking of all these great characters uh let's talk about also the side characters were fantastic yeah like they had a great supporting cast in this show and it was it was very very fun for the the comic book fans out there to see some of these other characters pop in uh like grills and just uh grills was the one that i had the most fun with yeah yeah same Girls you know, is my he favorite. was just goofy. Yeah, he was just goofy. But the whole the whole LARPing thing, like they kind of they definitely took that like rooftop neighborhood bond that Clint has with his neighbors in the comic and transferred it over to this group of just strange individuals that he meets be and has to befriend because of Kate. Like it's always about Kate. She's always the one that's like outgoing and gets them involved in this mess. And uh, well, I guess Clint kind of started this. She's mess. the extrovert and he's the introvert. Yeah, pretty much. Like he's just this grump. He's a grumpy cat. <laughs> and she's the like really hyper dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what they are. That is their dynamic. And I love it so much that he just entertains her wild notions and wants to keep her safe. I think that was my favorite part of the whole series is that he very much wanted to keep her safe. Never met her before. She's created a world of trouble for him and he wants to protect her. Yeah. Like he could have just left. He could have. He could have just left her behind. Absolutely. And been like, this isn't my problem. Yeah. Just took the suit and went home after he got it. Yep. And he stayed. He had the opportunity. Clint is a hero. He is a hero, even though he doesn't think he's a hero. Yeah. God, he is so... Sad. sad yeah just wow sad well let's hit let's hit on the sad moment then uh the underlining ghost that followed the series around of our other baby black widow yes uh like, they definitely touch on that in the series with um how much clint misses his best friend and i'm glad they did because that's not the type of death you get over quickly like it's not it yeah and it's definitely it's nice to see that i well not nice to see but it's good that they showed clint going through like a survivor's guilt no don't backtrack on that it is nice to see it's relatable <laughs> it's relatable it and it it's makes, real it makes clint the hero of the people people even more yeah uh than he was initially being like one of the only human beings on a superhero team to save the world from an alien invasion you know to see him mourn the loss of his closest friend and she died to save him like straight up to save him to save and he's got not just him to save the world but you know that Oh, no, I'm thinking that, of someone else very specific. That was. Oh, sad. <laughs> Who does enter this show? Yes. Yel- While we're on Survivor's Guild. <laughs> Yelena. Yelena Belova shows back up to kill Clint Barton. Not of her okay. own 
like doing no. either. She was hired. Now, yeah, I think she, she, she was, was perf- like purposely chosen because yes. of the personal vendetta against Clint, because as we know, at the end of Black Widow, um, Elena is told that Clint is like to blame for her death. He killed. Yeah. So uh, Val tells her he killed your sister. I think the moment first off, let's start with what happens first. Yelena and Kate's interaction when they are like fighting each other off, but also not trying to hurt each other, but like trying to prevent each other yeah. from getting ahead and like their dialogue. All of that was just so amazingly fantastic. Yeah, that final episode with uh, Yelena and Kate fighting in the building through the offices and then into the elevator and everything, I thoroughly enjoyed. And you know we're going to see the two of them again. That was that was probably my favorite scene of the entire show was was that yeah, little that, sequence. It was, it was really fun. Yelena's a very, very fun character. Florence Pugh is amazing uh, in her role. And I think they bounced off of each other very well. Kate and Yelena did. So, yeah, they have the personalities that just really work yeah, well the together. Whole, Stop making me like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, these two would be best friends. You yeah, know and they it, would. And it sucks because Yelena at, at that moment was on her way to go kill somebody that Kate cared a lot about. I.e. Clint. And, yeah. And just really didn't want that to be the case. It's the the whole them smacking each other and shoving each other over desks and like they were fighting, but it was almost like they were play fighting. You know, like they're not trying to hurt each other because Yelena's only here to kill Clint. She doesn't want to hurt anybody else. So you know, deep down inside, Yelena is still a good person, even if she is some assassin for hire for the government now yeah you can just tell she's just pissed she is taking she is just projecting that anger so then the next moment with yelena that we get a big moment is when she finally gets gets to clint because obviously they were they had to do that because she was not going to stop and they finally get to have a moment together where like it didn't feel like either of them were saying she mattered more to me it felt like they both were saying she mattered a lot to each of us, and it sucks that she's gone. Yes, they had their moment, and she had a gun to him. And honestly, what's crazy is he kind of looked like he was ready to just take it. He was, yeah, for sure. Like, he had this, like, defeated everything, this posture, this look. Like, he just accepted the fact that she was going to kill him, and yeah, like, he deserved like he it. Deserved, yeah, he deserved it. Absolutely yeah. what he gave off was the you're right, I deserve it. Yeah, but and like, he, he didn't, he uh, never once tried to convince her that Natasha died, like, like, that it was him or her. You know, he didn't try to convince her that he deserved to live, and Natasha didn't. Or that she killed herself, basically, only because he had a family. You right. know, like, she, he just tells Elena, like, she knew what she was doing and she made up her mind. And there, you know how she is. There's nothing you can do to stop her. She was the best at everything. So she decided that it was going to be her that jumped off that cliff. So it was her that jumped off that cliff. And it was just sad. It was really sad that... Clint was just like, this This is what I deserve. 
she was the best of us and she died and it's my fault. So he was going to let her kill him. Yep. Till he whistled. (laughs) Yeah. And then and then I think that was kind of the thing that made Yelena go, oh, you were actually close to her. Oh, you did care. Yeah, I think that whole time, like she was made to believe by Val that Clint did not care about Natasha, that that it was 100% his doing that got her killed and it was down to him or her and he valued his own life more than her life. Oh, absolutely. You know, so I think what happened was Eleanor hired Val to find somebody to kill Clint and Val chose Yelena to make sure the job got done based on the, her sister died, you know? Yeah. So you can't trust Val. Yeah, no, no. Very excited to see her in future things because she stirs up drama, but you can't trust her. Yeah. So do we want to do, oh, actually there was one more kind of like, you have to know it to catch it. And I didn't watch the series, so Leah pointed it out to me, but Agent 19? Yeah, Agent 19, a.k.a. Mockingbird. Uh, that was AKA. the deal with the watch. Clint's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Laura Which is Barton. sick. I'm so glad that they, like, that's, I think that's awesome. I think, I think it makes sense. And it does, you know, and everybody knows that in the comics, Clint was married to Bobby Morse, who is Mockingbird, Agent 19 Mockingbird. Uh, but that's not to say that in the MCU, the Mockingbirds aren't like what the Black Widows are, where there's several of them, or there have been several of them at one point or another, you know? So yeah. everybody has been reacting like, oh, they just erased Bobby then from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like, well, not necessarily. Uh, all it did was cement the fact that you know, there is definitely an, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent connection between all of them. And Clint's wife is amazing. And we should love her more. Agreed. I love his wife. Yeah. Linda Cardellini is uh, a national treasure. So uh, do we want to do our episode rankings? Let's see. Let me pull up mine. This was very hard to do, by the way. Yeah. This this part was a little more difficult. Um just because I enjoyed all of the episodes so, so much. Like, all for various different reasons, but... Yeah, them. so my, my like, episode in last place is not, like, me sitting here saying it wasn't a good episode. No. Like, all of the episodes were good, in my opinion. Just some hit a little harder. Yeah. Yeah, I what like just like we did when we ranked all of the uh, 2021 releases, these were done in the order of which I had the most joy out of and not in the order of their bad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So do you have yours pulled up? Uh, yes, I have mine pulled up. Okay. So uh, let's do our rundown we're gonna start with number so there were six episodes so coming in number six what was your number six uh my number six was partners am i right which was episode four my episode six was ronin the ronin and what's really funny is that my episode five was episode six partners am i right (laughs) 
my uh, my number five was Ronan. <laughs> so we just kind of flip flopped on yeah. that one. <laughs> um, I had to edit my list a little bit because uh, I I came to a realization of something, and I'll explain it when when we get there. But my number four was episode three. Never meet your heroes. Oh, my number four was So This Is Christmas, which was the finale. My uh, number three episode was the first episode, Hide and Seek. My number three was Never Meet Your Heroes, the first episode. All right, so we should explain our top two. Yes. My number two was episode six, the finale. Now, what's weird is the finale didn't hit as hard as I wanted it to for a finale. Like the very ending of it, I should say. Right. Like the it last almost, like yeah. five, 10 minutes of it. I was like, it felt eh. like a mid season finale. Right. So and not a season finale. So that that didn't hit the way I wanted it to. But I put it in my number two spot because I had the realization that it just has my favorite scene in it. When Kate and Yelena are running through and fighting and having the dialogue and doing all of these stunts and acrobatics and then also the moment between Elena and Clint, like those were two of my favorite scenes out of like my top three scenes in the whole show. So I was like, I, even though it, like the very last part of it didn't land how I wanted it to, I still got to give it a higher spot in my head because it like, I had a ton of fun with it. Yeah. They, it, all together. Very fun. Yeah. Very fun episode. It just didn't feel like the build that they were getting to. It didn't hit how it was supposed to. Not at all. Yeah. Not enough Kingpin. Um, not enough danger with the Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Kingpin was like definitely a threat and a, oh shit, Kate, you shouldn't be fighting him right now. But also he just disappeared. Like, and then we think he got shot. Like, I don't know. Just the way they did it. I was like, eh, like that could have been done better. Right. Um, yeah. And then, so what about your, your rank number two? What do you rank? Uh, my number two episode was hide and seek the number two episode. All right. And why? Uh, <laughs> you gotta tell, tell me why. Cause that's really, uh, that's the episode where, you know, Clint and Kate officially meet each other. We get Clint, Kate and lucky pizza dog and they get, even more involved in this tracksuit nonsense. Kate doesn't listen to Clint ever. They, it's the setup to the shenanigans. And it was really fun. That was like, when episode two, when I finally got to sit down after like so many days of not being able to watch the first two episodes and watch it, I was like vibrating in my seat with how excited I was at the end of episode two. Just the, the mystery of what happened where are they going next? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. Like, I put it as my number three for a reason. It was, And it was originally my number two until I had to adjust. So, like, that hide and seek was a great episode. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> our number one episode, which we seem to agree on. <laughs> How do we always do this? I feel like we do this a know. lot. <laughs> So the number We're very simple people. Yeah, the number one episode for both of us was episode number three, Echoes. 
Yeah, we got that stellar car chase. Yes. Oh, which and trick arrows. We got trick arrows. Yes, trick arrows, car chase, like oh an Ant Man mentioned. Yes. Oh, Ant Man mentioned. Yes. Oh my god, it was so. <laughs> we got two in the whole show. Oh, when I saw that, I was just like, I was dying. I was like, I'm so happy right now. This is so cool. Oh my god, I was freaking out. And then, um. Like the tracksuit mafia fight scene, because I think this is when they're tied up and then they break out. And yeah, the- Clinton gets to break out and you get to see his his actual skills. Yeah. You know, like oh, my God. His shield training coming. But he through. goes through the ball pit to hide the and ball then he pit just- like a shark. Yeah. He just, <laughs> pops up just stabs the guy's foot. I'm like, God, this this episode is just fantastic. This- that episode had the best stunt coordination. Yeah, it was just so much fun to watch. how they got out of it. And then watching Kate, like, bumble her way through her first official... Like, big bad guy fight. Yeah, like, it's now or never moment. And and she's got to fight Kazi. And then we get to see Maya come in and her acknowledgement of Clint being deaf. And then her, like, disgust that he doesn't 100% know sign language yet was just brutal. And so much fun. Yeah. Like, like it was, just, oh God, it was just such a good and episode. Think, and uh, this is the episode where we got the, the first Kingpin tease too. Yep. Because uh, don't want to get in trouble with uncle. Yeah. Like they, they kept hinting at it. Clint kept saying, uh, you know, there's somebody I'm trying to avoid. I think they showed us, um, this is the episode where they showed us Maya's, karate training and all of her learning the skills that she has and you get just like somebody with a cane walk in and then it cuts away they they did really well at the build-up to getting to the kingpin i'll say that much. yes absolutely yeah so yeah episode three was fantastic the whole show was fantastic absolutely well done i was sad it was just six episodes but you know what a lot of people are out there like uh you know, it's got that cheesy, uh, gotta be home in time for Christmas. And I'm like, you know what? I, I love yeah, that. Let me enjoy I something. love that. I don't care that that's cliche. That was such a fun element to this. Like, y'all yeah, can just, it's just you it's know, be Grinches a, a guy, I, It was just, it's, it's about a guy who has never been able to really be home for Christmas after a five-year gap of everybody being gone and now they're back. Yeah, like, God, you know. just let him have this. Like, just and let then it Clint's be this. just like, like seeing Clint's discomfort about people thanking him for saving the universe and acknowledging that he's an Avenger and stuff now, and he's like, I'm supposed to be a shadow figure. And it seemed like every time somebody came up to him and was like, "Thank you for defeating Thanos," he got so upset and just immediately remembered like the only reason he's here is because his best friend died. So he can't even be like celebratory with it. And then you have Kate who comes along and is just fangirling out so hard over meeting her hero. And he's just so like freaking bitter about it. And, and also so mad that he's got to help her now. <laughs> to it. Like the way he acts is just very like. He's very aloof. Yeah. He like it's almost like and he, he says doesn't it want a couple fans. times. Yeah. 
Yeah, he says it a couple times that like he was trained to only be in the shadows. Nobody was ever supposed to know him, know who he was. And that's why he was able to have his family. You know, they're out on a farm now. And aside from saving Clint from or saving Kate from this mess that they're in from both of their own doing and getting home for Christmas, he's got to make sure his family is protected. Yeah. So with the watch out in the open and Agent 19 floating around, he can't just go home and leave her, you know, and he wouldn't anyway. Right. So I I don't know. Overall, the series was a big win for me, and I was so excited when they announced it. This is the one that I was the most excited for. Yeah, I think they did a fantastic job. Like, people who, like, I've just, I've seen other people complain about, like, little things, and, like, I'm just like, you know, at the end of the day, nothing's going to be perfect, and, like, just have fun. This this yeah, whole like, series like some was of the just CGI fun. work was a little funky in this and Kingpin was almost like cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, I you agree know? with that. Like his his choice of outfit was definitely questionable. Yeah. Makes sense for the comic book stuff. Like we we know about the comic books like y- y'all don't got to y'all don't got to say it. We we know that the outfit came from the comics, but it's still after seeing him in Daredevil and being this like tough and brutal, like almost OCD man, and then he shows up in a Hawaiian shirt. It's a little it's a little jarring. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. It worked out in the end though. I was I'm more pleased with this show than I had any gripes with. So yeah, absolutely. Like I loved it. This the show was like ninety percent me enjoying and ten percent me going. Eh, they could have done that better. Really, honestly, the only thing about this that I did not enjoy were uh, some of the scenes. You could see the lace front of Kate's wig. Oh, that's unfortunate. I ignore. Like, like I, I could see that it was a wig in some scenes. Dang. But that's only because I have experience with that type of. Yeah, I was going to say, because I didn't notice it. So- <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. So that's that's the first thing I look at uh, when I watch movies or TV shows now is like I look at hairlines to see if anybody's wearing a wig and I literally cannot control it. So my bad. My bad, Marvel. Y'all still did good. Yeah. Just got to work on those wigs. Just got to work on those wigs. I need I need. Oh, they should. <laughs> well, yeah, they should hire you. Yeah, hire me. <laughs> hey, Disney Marvel, hire hire my friend Leah as your new wig person, and then I'm gonna be your wig guy. And then she'll bring me on set, and I'll just sit in a corner and smile and watch. That's that sounds <laughs> awful. I'm never saying those words again. Right, wow. I'm just sitting here and be quiet. Wow, never, never in a million years. If they brought me onto a set of one of these things, it would just be like, "Well, you should do that, and you're stupid for doing this, and this is how you should be looking." And then there's me, and right? I just sounded like, like a freaking pervert. Like I was sitting in the corner smiling. What I'm is wrong with watch. me? <laughs> God, ignore me. I just want to watch. I'm putting you. myself in timeout today. <laughs> what you get for having n- past nine o'clock, Lacey? I know. Oh my god. Everyone's undoing. That's yeah. all of our listeners. I'm sorry. It's my formal apology. <laughs> this is our once a year apology. Once a year apology. Uh, wow, we're doing it real early. We are really not giving ourselves enough time. <laughs> we're really not uh, trying to save it for a all right, here we go. Nope, that's it. This is the one and only. Uh if we have offended you with the Hawkeye episode, then that is all you get for the entirety of twenty twenty two. Yeah, you're not allowed to be offended by us anymore. Sorry. That's it. Sorry. Everybody gets everybody gets one. 
All right. So any, any final thoughts on Hawkeye? Um, I hope there's a season two. Me too. I hope there's a season two. I hope we get a young Avengers movie. I hope we get to see Clint officially pass the bow to Kate. Yes. You know, I want it to be official. Like the bow out. Cause you know, he's going to at some point soon officially tap out of being an Avenger and he will give the bow to, to Kate and it'll be all God, about Kate. Yes, he, he's got a family to take care of. He needs to pass it on. Yeah. So I am. A, okay. So the only thing left that I have to say is I was a little sad that Clint didn't try to invite Yelena to Christmas. I think that's because Yelena straight up fucked off. Uh, she did. She totally, she just dipped out. She's like, okay, fine. I'm not going to kill you because we both miss her and we both love her. Uh, she had a lot of out. conflicting emotions that she had to go handle. But like, he could have been like, just come with me, meet the reason why she died. Like meet, meet what influenced her and how much she mattered. You know, like you're not alone in, in the world now. You I could see that, family, but you know, I'm happy. I'm kind of happy just, she just left. Yeah, or even just like a weird. Uh, they're at the Christmas tree with Kate and Lucky and the kids, and then like the camera like pans around and you see like off in the field just Yelena watching through the window or something. <laughs> just very like kind of menacing, but not really like watching them all enjoy Christmas. Just sitting in the corner smiling. Yeah, <laughs> like me. Me and Yelena are one. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> and we've with that, <laughs> yeah, we've hit our point. Uh, we don't want to torture you anymore. So thank you for listening. Uh, uh, we hope you enjoyed the Hawkeye series. Or if you're listening to us talk about it, so you can get an idea of what it was about, go watch it. It was super fun. And yeah. uh, I don't know what we're gonna talk about next because <laughs> I don't think we know what we're gonna talk about next. Honestly, we don't. We don't. <laughs> got ideas let us know if not uh, we'll figure it out we always do yeah there's this new thing you can do now too on spotify which is go rate the podcast uh oh god that was just introduced um why'd you tell them that because let's get some these, ratings there's all these low ratings coming our way i'll delete it <laughs> i'll just delete <laughs> don't you be on don't you be brutally honest with me my feelings only, will get hurt you can only say good things about our podcast and about hawkeye all negativity will be blocked. That's correct. Especially about Hawkeye. As, as Most certainly with Hawkeye. Me and Leah have formed a human shield around Hawkeye. I will protect him and her at all costs. I will die. I will, die. I will die for these people. I'll die for less. So I'll, I'll die. definitely die for I'll, less. Exactly. Like, I will pre-die to save <laughs> Lucky's other eyeball. Oh, like, get away from oh my, my god, we didn't even talk about Lucky the Dog. Real quick, Lucky the Dog, amazing dog. Love him so much. Love pizza, pizza Dog. He loves pizza as much as I do. Oh, I'm so happy. And one of the things that I did not talk about, I guess this is like, this is the final say on Hawkeye the show. Uh, they took a lot of Clint's comic book characteristics from that series and gave them to Kate in this show to introduce her as this bumbling neighborhood hero. That Clint is in the Hawkeye run. And I love fraction. it. So I was I was living for that because I I've read those comics several times over now. I think I tried to get you to read them. I don't know if you actually did or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try to get everybody to read that run. My life. I have it. it. I have it. I just haven't read it, but I do in <laughs> fact own it. I just. It's a beautiful story, and as soon as you read it, you'll you'll catch some of those scenes that were Clint's in that issue that they gave to Kate in the show. 
like saving Lucky uh, is one of the big ones. So loved it. I want to see more of it. Uh, I'll give Marvel a whole five extra dollars for another season. Ooh, I'll give them $2.43. They can go buy a Happy Meal with this money. That's true. And give us more Hawkeye. Just more happy Christmas with unhappy characters, but that's besides the point. Face it, but don't really face it very deep down. Exactly. Just like just like us. Characters in denial. Ah, familiarity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, thank you guys for joining, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 